All right, I think we're ready. True Patriot Podcast, episode 32. 32, just like your age, right? That's how old I am. The podcast has finally <laughs> caught up. You're 31. We got Jake <laughs> in the studio. This like old times. Just me, like old times. Me and you, old pal. <laughs> yep. This is weird. It's good to be back in person. I just can't believe I'm looking at you. I mean, I know a lot of people just look at that black blacked out face witness but. protection yeah <laughs> cia agent yeah yeah like are you okay <laughs> uh i think our audio is back in order gosh i hope so i hope so that was a train wreck <laughs> that was a rough rough episode so thank you to anybody that uh it's, it came back this week because we're sorry hey welcome back <laughs> welcome back if you're if you're back and you're listening on a monday man you are our people. Yeah. I love you guys. Yes. Because a lot of stuff went wrong last week. Uh, just about everything that could have. Literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Ballantyne and Clayton, you yep. know, they caught us off guard. Yep. We tried to adapt. Came in hot, changed everything to accommodate them, and we changed the real talk to adaptability. How did we do? Not good. <laughs> Less than optimal adaptability. Well, I don't know. See, the the big problem was the way it all panned out is I lost all editing abilities for the file because yeah. the way we normally record, I, I can go back through and fix things up, right. uh, adjust the volumes of each individual's voices. Yep, which and, would have helped Clayton a lot. <laughs> yeah, Clayton's, <laughs> Clayton's mic was turned up too high. So I, I lost that ability when your internet connection went down. Yeah. Because then we didn't realize it at the time. From that point on, the file was screwed. Yeah. So the only, at the end of the show, when, when I went back to record or edit later that night, I realized that our entire audio file was trash and there's four four separate files so then i had to go back and i was like man i, I think we lost the episode mm -hmm. because your your voice from that from when you lost internet on sounded like a robot like yeah. me and just said that one day <laughs> yeah and um yeah so then i went back to the video mm -hmm. which the video was good your voice sounded normal good. somehow and then i ripped the audio straight from the video and it was all on one file yes and I, there's really was nothing I could do. And at that point, I'd already edited half of the <laughs> first file. It didn't, yeah. it didn't trash the file till like the second time you lost the internet, which was like okay. an hour deep into the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so I edited the first half of the episode, which took me like an hour. Yeah. And, and it was getting late at night at that point anyway. Like, right. <laughs> and then I realized it was lost. It would not let me even like that hour. Mm -hmm. that I had edited, it wouldn't let me splice it with the video. Oh, yeah. The video audio. I would, we would have had a good hour that yeah. maybe would have got people through. Because <laughs> that first hour was the worst anyway. Yeah. Oh, man, what yeah. a train wreck. Bad. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. I, I appreciate the effort, I guess. That was, uh, it was at least good practice. Yeah, I was up <laughs> till like midnight with a trash episode, just yeah. throwing it out there. It almost would have been better if it would have just, lost the whole episode <laughs> <laughs> the the sad thing is there was some good stuff in there There was some good stuff if, I was, if yeah. I, yeah i was just telling you about the uh 
how I couldn't understand anything that Clayton said when he was telling his psych study story. And I wish he would have been able to tell that because it was hilarious. Could you tell in real time though? Oh yeah. I could hear it when we were doing uh, it. I could hear it. Okay. I could, I could at least put it together and know what he was talking about. But. Gosh, that, that was a funny story. Yeah. And I mean, maybe I can recap it since yeah, most I think, people probably, I, th- I think you should. <laughs> Well, here's a story that since no one probably made it through. Clayton went to a psych experiment during freshman year of college. They make all of the first year students participate in like the graduate students uh like doctoral study, Studies. like research study. Right. Yeah. And they write their doctorate paper on this big study, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And Clayton went in and they he sat in a room with this late this girl and they had him fill out a questionnaire and it when hidden in a pool of like 30 questions was like the question, the question that they were really wanting to know about. They try to throw you off guard by not, they try to hide their motives, right? Which is, you know, it's a psych thing. Like it's a, that's how that, um, that's how you make a good experiment. The the subject doesn't know what's being studied. Right. right? You you don't know. Right. And yeah. So the hidden question, the golden goose question was, what is an uncontrollable thought that you that you like think of compulsively like you can't control like what is a thought you you think that all the time that you have no control over and Clayton filled it out his was how to kill the person how to kill somebody with an object in the room yeah <laughs> that was how I answered it and that was the, the, that was question. the question that they cared about the so, only one that they read the answer to was so then <laughs> that question. later on he was just sitting there in that room with a psych uh, doc grad doc, student grad student he said she was a little blonde girl just a frail <laughs> frail doctoral psych clayton's a freshman student. on the football team oh. he's like a monster clayton's <laughs> strong scary yeah. dude then he and didn't remember need, he didn't need a random object in the room he was a 21 <laughs> year old freshman yeah. also right yeah he had an upper hand yeah he was putting up big numbers but yeah. anyway she then I remember this study because I did it too. They put like like a thing you over your eyes, like you see at the optometrist, and it flashes okay. a bunch of different images. Yeah. At any point in the study, they give you a little clicker when you, <laughs> you click it with your thumb. He said, "At any point from here on out, you know, let me know when you think of that thought." <laughs> <laughs> How many times did he click sitting it? there? He said he didn't click it once. It was just the most. If that were me, I would just be sitting there every time that. And every time I got a new image, click. Yeah. Click. There was a bunch. Well, it wasn't just that. Like, they showed them images, and I think they, they had you do, like, little games. Like, you're, you're just yeah. like a freaking lab rat. Yeah. And, yeah, you have this clicker, and oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it, it lasts, like, a half hour after yeah. that point. What a. That's pretty funny. Gosh, there's a lot of funny Clayton college stories that. He's, see, he's a character, man. See, he brings he brings the downloads. That <laughs> he does that trash episode did get a lot of downloads. Yeah, hopefully, we just hopefully people come back because that's not us. That was not our best work. It was not, but we tried. Well, Chris is who did that. He called me. He's like, hey, <laughs> he said, hey, me and Clayton are coming over. I said, oh, well, we're doing the podcast in fifteen minutes. He said, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're coming. Over. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's why we're coming. And Valentine was lit. Yeah, I I could tell. Yeah, yeah. And and then <laughs> over the course of the show, Clayton was lit too. But <laughs> Valentine was just like, 
I don't know if you noticed, but he was like singing at random points in the show, <laughs> in the middle of the show, like trying to do a podcast. Yeah. That's problem. <laughs> that was what later I posted. We went over to Clayton's house after mm-hmm. Chris was arm wrestling Mark. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Those guys yeah. are characters. Uh, anywho, sorry about last week, guys. Yeah. Thanks for bearing with us. We can do better. And we will. We will. I think we, we're in for a good episode. And we today. do. Like we we were on a roll. I thought like <laughs> with some pretty good episodes. Yeah. And you know, I I mean, I didn't push this episode at all on social media. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> let's just. You said maybe we should delete it. I'm like, nah. Nah. Maybe maybe you guys will appreciate the solo Craig and Jake shows more. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. I I kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After last week, yeah. Especially being back in studio. Yeah, back in studio. Back in, this is nice. You caused this. Yes. N- me? Yeah. How did I cause this? Because your loss of internet, well, whoever unplugged that oh, route, yeah. that modem. I ca- no, I caused that. <laughs> well, I think I could have salvaged the show yeah. with my editing, with my amazing True Patriot if podcast. If it wasn't for my internet. Huh? If it wasn't for my internet. Yeah, which I'm glad you're here also because my internet has been acting up. Yeah. It sucks. There's only we one. We just need in- to get on Spectrum. Yeah, it, it's on spectrum. Yep. Well, I mean, we need to get on them, get them to step their game up. Oh yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because they're literally a freaking monopoly around here. Yeah, around here. I for cannot sure. get another <laughs> provider. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. I don't know. And anything exciting happened this week for you? Yeah, I got a funny story. Um, That's great. My uh, my soon to be four year old, my middle child. Um, we're sitting around the table, getting ready to start our bedtime routine. The big and, boy, the giant. Yeah. And he, he was in there brushing his teeth and, um, we have to send them in individually to brush their teeth because they fight if they're in there at the same time. Do you have like a little stool they stand on? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. He comes out, the middle child comes out and goes, guys, somebody pooped in the bathtub. <laughs> And my wife, my wife looks at me and says, what are you talking about? And I looked at her and said, you were the last person to take a bath. So it must have been you. <laughs> Obviously, my wife didn't poop in the bathtub. Laid a log on the way out. <laughs> so she goes in and sure enough, somebody, yeah, somebody. somebody pooped in the bathtub. Well, who, who did it? Henry say well, did it. We sat him down and we said, you're not going to get in trouble. I just want you to tell me, did you poop in the bathtub? <laughs> he thought about it, and eventually he admitted, yeah, I pooped in the bathtub. <laughs> so, Good Lord. Yeah. So we don't know when, and we don't. We definitely don't know why, but uh, he pooped in the bathtub. And he, uh, we, so we made him clean it up, and of course he, uh, his stomach is, you know, kind of weak like mine. Uh when it comes to smells and stuff. So he uh, was gagging the whole time. And <laughs> Wait, you made him clean it up? Yes, absolutely. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I wasn't oh cleaning up goodness. his poop. You don't poop in the bathtub, man. That's child abuse, man. It's the only way he learns. So what did he do? Have like paper towels or what? Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> was it a nice solid piece or is it a mess? It was a, it was a small solid piece. That's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah. Picked it up, dirt in the toilet, and we said, don't do that again. He said, okay. <laughs> that reminds Lesson me. Lesson learned. 
you remember when I had flex, right? Yeah. When do you remember the story at our old house before we had kids? We'd keep flex inside. Uh, he, I think he was inside all day, all the time, because mm-hmm. he held his, he held his poo pretty well. Yeah. But one day we came back and um, flex had diarrhea all over the house. Yeah. And it was a complete disaster. It was mm-hmm. all, he ate something that upset his stomach. Sure. He was a big dog. It so it was all over the carpet on the main floor. And there's upstairs on the carpet there on the side oh of the couch, goodness. like splatter. Oh like God. you could see that it projectiled. It's like the Dumb all- and Dumber movie where the guy walks into the bathroom and the chocolate bars melted all over. <laughs> and he's like, there is shit everywhere. Honestly, I, yeah. it's been a long time since I've, I don't know if I've ever watched Dumb and Dumber completely. Really? You got to check it out classic i i know it i know the movie yeah. but i'm not recalling much it, well this is in the second one dumb yeah. and dumber you're a dumb and dumber uh connoisseur <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, would, I wouldn't go that far but yeah i've seen it a couple times and i enjoy it yeah so, that, good uh, stuff dude those old movies are the best for sure like really yeah well the good news is that when that happened when flex did that you didn't have one of those Roombas to just drag oh. it throughout the entire house. Because I've heard of that happening to people, too. Well, our carpet was on its last leg anyway, so I ended up just... I was planning on redoing the floor down there yeah. in our living room. So that spurred that, and I replaced... I put that laminate in, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think just... It happened again, like, a year later. Same situation. Man. I think it was when we switched dog food. Yeah. Second time. I know. Yeah. It, like, we caused it. Yeah. Anyways, instead of cleaning it up, Jess just cut the carpet out. And I was like, well, I guess I'm getting new carpet up here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> Good call by her. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have any good updates other than uh, my vacation officially starts Coming after up. I... Yeah, so we're actually recording this on a Friday night. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to be gone all weekend. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I got somebody watching the house so if you're getting any ideas. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> I got cameras, and I got watchdogs all around. <laughs> you piece of crap. Well. I know you like this studio. I do. I might just come in here and sleep or something. You can just hang out. Yeah. That's fine. Maybe I'll come record a solo episode Next week. Don't touch my mic set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was um, I was asking you. I was like, well, I'm going on vacation before we did last show. I said, mm-hmm. should we just uh, – maybe we should just say take a week off. And then the way everything panned out <laughs> – I was like, I remember, we, can't, we can't take a week off, man. <laughs> we got to get back on the horse. <laughs> well, luckily – you said that before that episode ended up being a shit yeah. show. But that just kind of clinched it. I, I wanted to – I wanted to like – announced before like at the beginning yeah. of the last show that i was going on vacation and we might be taking a well we were gonna take a break i was all about taking a break yeah and then yeah you said no i was like all right yeah I think you, we can record friday i was like okay um <laughs> yeah and the way it panned out i'm glad we're doing it i'm glad yes definitely i'm glad the listeners they've earned a, another episode the other thing that was off about last episode is it was at like 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. And we never do that. Except for today. Except for right now. <laughs> but I feel like that was just too much going on for... Yeah, it was It was late on a Sunday. 
So it was like wrapping up our our weekend even. So we were kind of in a different frame. We had like a bonus Sunday crazy day. Yeah. And nobody really appreciated that on Monday morning, I don't think. I didn't. <laughs> I did not appreciate I it. I usually <laughs> listen back to our shows and I like like it. I like yeah. like listening to yeah. the show. <laughs> I always I just do it once. I always like it because I'm like listening to the conversation and you'll say something and I'm like, Yeah, and then I like have my own thought and then I'll hear myself say it. I'm like, that guy's smart. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking just like me. Right. <laughs> But last last week was rough, so dude, last week I, I could not do it. <laughs> yeah, and then I uh, I usually upload the video to YouTube and pull clips, try to get more downloads and stuff. Yeah, make a reel, and I didn't do that at all. No. I usually push the episode <laughs> all week long. I'm like, yeah, people need to hear this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is good. But last week was not. So, but last week was near record downloads. <laughs> well, and I I only posted the link one time yeah. on Monday morning. I was like. Well, I guess I should do the Monday post. Well, we know one thing, one thing for sure, and that is Clayton puts asses in the seats. He does. He Clayton brings, deserves he a crowd. Clayton deserves better. Yeah. Valentine, I know you're listening. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> but was it his fault though? No. And really, it, I think it would have been a solid episode had I been here in person. And it would have been nice if they gave us more than 15 minutes notice. That way I could have been here in person. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody's fault. We'll be better. So what's our uh, verdict on adaptability? Uh, I think we need to maybe re-record that and take our own <laughs> advice. <laughs> I'd still like the real talk. Yeah. If you could get if you to could that make it po- out. Yeah. yeah. If you could even get to that point. <laughs> um, but, yeah, nah, we kind of... We adapted. We had a chance. There was like a chance for it to be really good or really bad, I, I, and things went a- absolute worst. Absolute case. worst. It, like it couldn't have gone worse. <laughs> it couldn't have gone worse. It would have actually been better if you would have lost the episode. <laughs> <laughs> if it was that bad. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is Valentine's. You know, he's a weekly listener. Yeah. He said. Oh, he's, he was telling me before they came on how much he loves the show, blah, blah, blah. I think he said it during the episode. Yeah. He said, but sometimes I listen to it in the car, and I got to turn it down because of your mouth. And he's <laughs> pointing his finger in my face. And literally the first sentence he said on the show was like a, he was cussing. <laughs> I'm like, really? Yeah. See? It sounds I was like, like it's, see? It's it easy is, to do. It is harder than it looks to or sounds to keep a clean language. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to just listen to somebody cuss like no. an idiot. Uh, but and then when I don't know, I I do cuss, curse. Yeah, I know Gary would be disappointed. I'm trying to get better about that. Yeah, I mean, it's not really necessary. But I really only pull it out in certain situations when I'm real fired up, which I don't need to do that. And then when I'm really angry. Uh, I don't know. It's not a godly thing, dude. No. It's not good, but I don't know. It's it's the way that I've kind of well, yeah. it's just how I've always lived. <laughs> it's it's well, hard, it's like second nature. It's but, hard to hard to stop it. I think this show's made us both better about that. Yeah, definitely. I'd agree with that. And we are just two guys trying to improve ourselves, so yep. I think we're Absolutely. working on it. It's a it's a slow process, but we're getting there. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't start this podcast like 
eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we'd really be thinking, man, these guys are a bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still, I'm sure people still think that, but. Well, yeah, but. Like, but we're not shoot. as dumb as we used to be. Oh, good <laughs> Lord, no. We've came a long way. Believe it or not, this is. <laughs> yeah. This is excelling for yeah. us. <laughs> yep. No doubt. Oh, man. Well, you got Patriot this I, week? I do. I do. Um, my Patriot of the week is Officer Richardson uh, of the Beloit, Wisconsin Police Department. Um, he was making a routine traffic stop, and uh, all of a sudden a woman carrying a child runs up to him and says, she can't breathe, she can't breathe. So he starts uh, you know, pounding her on the back, performing uh, whatever – life-saving uh maneuvers he he can think of and probably cpr probably uh <laughs> what, whatever it was she yeah. could have been choking yeah um maybe heimlich something like that but the kid was only two years old it was a two-year-old girl oh, so that could have been really bad so scary. he uh he saved her life so it, was, it turns out it was a babysitter um and she the girl started choking on a piece of pizza so the babysitter starts freaking out didn't know what to do and saw a cop pulling someone over outside no way. runs down the street help me help me so uh wow. the daughter's great daughter's good and uh yeah that is a great story uh, they did recommend the beloit wisconsin police department did recommend that uh everyone that will be around children um especially babysitters uh learn cpr and you know these these different maneuvers so i think for a two-year-old now don't don't sue me over this but i think the recommended it's not heimlich for like a yeah. toddler it's you like lean them over your knee basically and pound their back yeah and that's what and that's what he did so yeah. at least that's what the way that it sounded what he did yeah but, it's always scary with little kids yeah. like it they is. choke a lot yes because they just don't understand yes the bite size yeah they really and yeah. And they eat anything. I'm sure they do. I mean, pizza's good. <laughs> pizza is good. <laughs> pizza's better than a uh, Blego. <laughs> but shout out Beloit, Wisconsin. You ever been? No, where's that? It uh, is. It is. Just do another mid- Midwestern geography. It is uh, right. It's a small town right on the border between Wisconsin and Illinois. Um, so, yeah, it's small town. Uh, it's a nice place, though. That's good. Um, well,. My Patriot this week, it's not really a, this is really kind of a more general Patriot of the week, but I'm picking dads. Dads? Yep. Okay. Not like, um, maybe not so much dads, but fathers. Fathers. Yes. Not not okay. maybe biological, but. We I call just, those sperm donors in my Not family. a sperm donor dad <laughs> or not some bum like, hey, I got a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but. Right. I just want to give a shout out to the dads in America okay. and all over. I mean, we're world, worldwide. I have trouble with my W's. But <laughs> anyways, dads, man. Uh, I know a lot of dads, you're busting your back to give your family a good life. Yeah. And, and, you know, some of you guys, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you. And doing those things, making those sacrifices to give your family the good life mm-hmm. and be a good dad. And if you're striving and you're there for your kids, I just wanted to give a shout out to the dads, yep. the good dads. Yep. And even if not you're not, even if you're not striving, even if you're just getting by and you're there, 
that's still a lot. I'm rooting for you guys. Good dads make America great. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's my Patriot of the Week shout out to dads. Well, thank you as a as a dad. Yeah, thank you're you. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are sometimes your efforts are underappreciated, and you might feel that way. You know, you're busting your butt and making sacrifices that nobody notices. Sure. And I just wanted to give you know give some recognition. Well, I think that's some, very very nice. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you introduce the real talk. All right. Uh, real talk this week. Uh, I've labeled it defeating the impossible. I was wondering what you were going to label it. Yeah. Defe- I thought that was kind of a cool, cool title, defeating the impossible. And really, we kind of decided on this. It was supposed to be last week's after uh, yeah. Purdue's upset loss in the NCAA tournament. That's what spurred it. Yeah, but it also happened to coincide with I had just finished reading a book, Malcolm Gladwell's David and Goliath, where he talks about, you know, basically the science and the data behind underdog stories. Um, So I thought that was a a really good opportunity to kind of talk about underdogs. You read the book or did you listen? I listened to it. Uh, So you didn't read it? No, I'm just kidding. I have like a 45-minute commute each way, so I go through a lot of audio books. So if anybody has any recommendations... Uh, send them my way. I, I just trying to either yeah. be entertained or learn something. Or so, who's you know. this author? Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, like he's a story. he's like a professor, economist. So what I really liked about it is he looks at data and finds like odd trends, and then uh, kind of makes a I guess comes to a conclusion based so, on based on the data. He lets the data lead him. The book's right? titled Dave, David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Yeah. So, so he's, uh, interesting he's, read. he's studying massive underdogs, basically. In this book, yes. So Yeah, um, so what you kinda what stuck out to you? What so, what was so the basis of the book was he's running he's running through data on huge yeah, upsets. So, so huge upsets. Well basically it's um, what does it take for an underdog to succeed, right? What are the components that you have to have for an underdog to succeed? And why do these underdog stories keep happening when it's so obvious that the giant is going to win, right? I know one. Okay. And I, I think I was talking about this, but uh, when when that upset happened with Purdue, yeah, it was, what was the school? Fairleigh Dickinson. Fairleigh Dickinson. Don't know where that is. New York. Okay. <laughs> I was going to guess. Maybe New Jersey. One I was going to guess Midwest. Somewhere up there. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I saw an interview with the coach after the game. His name was like Tobias Smith. Yeah. I, Tobias. I, I, something. I, yes. It I, was can't, I can't remember his last name, but. Anyway. He actually just uh, took the Iona job. <laughs> he's, he's moved on to a bigger school. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. he deserves it. He's like a former yeah. D3 coach. Yeah. Or maybe his dad was. Right. And uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyways, he did all all props to him. He deserves it. Yeah. But one of the things he said in an interview before the game, it was something along the lines of, "I've watched the film, and you know, we can I, beat I, I, from what I see on the tape, we can beat him." And he he said, walked in there fully expecting to win. Yes. And what that did was, and he said it in the post game interview. They asked him about that, and he said, "Well, I just wanted my guys to know I believed in them." Yeah. And I think belief is a huge component yep. to an upset. 
I don't, I don't know if that was in the book or not, but uh, kind, to, kind of, but a lot more, a lot more detail. I right? just wanted to highlight more, that about the Purdue game yeah. before we dove into the book. But, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean that that's what I drew from that upset. Yeah, and, and I've thought of that before. Con- confidence is definitely key. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you go in thinking you're going to lose, you're going to lose. That's that's a con- foregone conclusion. Yeah. If the man who thinks he can. And the man mm-hmm. he thinks he can't. They're both right. They're both right. That's yep. a classic <laughs> line. Yep. But it's true. Yeah. So true. It is. So uh, I kind of I kind of broke the book down into like four key points, right? And, and really these are four key points that are uh, common throughout the book that he kind of highlights and then gives stories behind, right? But they all kind of relate back to the ultimate underdog story, which is David and Goliath, right? So for those who don't know, David and Goliath are biblical characters. Goliath was a giant, a literal giant. He was a Philistine, and they were at war with the Israelites. David was a shepherd boy. He was an Israelite. And the two sides were at war. And Goliath, uh, back then, in those times, they would often, both sides, rather than fighting each other and having thousands of people die, they would choose a champion and the champions would fight and whoever won won the battle right it sounds like some gladiator stuff yeah it kind of was uh so goliath was the ultimate gladiator he was a giant no one can beat him he's the biggest strongest guy there and he comes down so when they say giant like the bible saying there's literal giants or just a large race of people i'm wondering i think he was he was human but he was a very, very big human, much larger than. He's a D one offensive people. tackle on steroids. He, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got you. I'm with uh, you. I was just yeah. When everyone I'm, else is like a D three running back, right? Hey. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, Goliath is chosen as the champion for the Philistines, and he comes down with a sword a shield, and a spear. And he says, who wants to bring it? I'm ready for you. Bring it on. No, None of the Israelites want to step forward. So this, Even their king says, I ain't doing this. They just this. throw out this little boy. No. The little boy steps up. The little boy says, okay, if no one else is going to do it, I'll do it. And the king's like, oh, are you, are you sure? Here's, you, you want my sword? You want my shield? My armor? You're going to die. Uh, and he said, I don't need your sword or your armor. Um, he says, I've been my whole life. He's a shepherd. He said, my whole life I've been um, killing lions and bears that attack my herd. I, this guy's nothing. So he, he had belief and confidence. He did. So he picks up five pebbles, five stones, and he... Loads one into a sling, fires it at Goliath, hits him right in the forehead, knocks him out cold, walks over, cuts his head off. Israelites win. Heck yeah. (laughs) So. Fired up. The first point is to find the battle on your terms, right? There is no way in hell that David would have been able to defeat Goliath in hand-to-hand combat, right? It's just not a fair matchup, but David knew his strengths and he played to his strengths and Goliath was expecting to 
fight this battle with a sword and shield, not at distance throwing rocks at each other, right? So it caught him off guard. And that kind of goes back to the Purdue game. Yeah, I was when, just thinking when, about it. When they had a giant of their own, seven foot four. Just thinking right? about it. The way that you beat Purdue is by making their guards beat you. And you, the way you do that is by making their giant play a little man's game. And yeah. when he plays a little man's game, he's going to lose. He's ineffective. Yeah. And, and that happened. So Purdue's big man is like the best in the country. And he's, yeah. what, seven, he's seven foot four. Seven foot four, which is a giant. He's a giant. He but, he, but he's like not an awkward seven foot four. No, he's, he's like he can athletic. move. He's a good basketball player, but he's not built for guarding guys on the perimeter. So when, he, oh. when, when they would switch off of a pick and roll or get him on a guard – that guy would just go to the basket, make him run, and make him try to that guard guy, you in space. That guy could and they move. Couldn't. They had him. He was all over the floor. He is oh, an yeah. athletic big man. He is. Yeah. He is. But I wanted to highlight. So they Purdue has the tallest man in like D one basketball. He's yeah, athlete. Yes. Uh, but fair. Gosh, I don't even know. Fairly Dickinson. Yeah, Fairly Dickinson. What do they call it? FDU. FDU. FDU was. By on roster, on average, the shortest yes. team in D1 basketball beats the 16 seed, beats the number one seed with the tallest man in D1 basketball. Yes. So that was the perfect analogy yes. for the book you just finished. That was, <laughs> it was literally... It was literally David beating Goliath. It literally was, and I, I just, we're going to draw a lot of um, similarities. Yeah, here, oh, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he was. David made Goliath didn't give him a choice. Made him play his game right, and that that played into it. So that is define the battle on your terms. If you you play your game, you're going to be more successful. That's what Tobias said. Uh, he said, yes. I saw everybody saw us as the big underdog, but I saw our speed yeah. as a weapon, our exactly. height as a fast team, right? And they swarmed. I mean, they played yeah. their tails off. But oh, they did. Anytime that big man got the ball, they were double and triple teaming them. And, yeah. And they were all over the place. Yeah, but but what the coach realized was that that was the only thing that – that was the only way Purdue could score because their guards are not very good. And they barely won. <laughs> it was a great game. I watched the whole thing. It was. Thing. It was a lot did of fun. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. It was a lot of – it was fun to watch. Um, I, You know, the other the only other time in college basketball history – that a 16 upset a one it was actually a blowout it really wasn't a close game they yeah really oh yeah they beat him by like that was uh university of maryland baltimore county (laughs) umbc uh defeated virginia that was the first time it had ever happened that was only like four years ago that was the first time ever Ever. after probably what 85 yeah many many years more than that probably 100 uh well they they expanded they expanded the tournament, I'm not sure when that was. It was way less than 100 years well, ago. Well, I started now. watching that game, and I just wanted me to flip on something else. I said, hey. I said, no, no. I said, this team's actually <laughs> they playing, got shot. playing pretty good. I was watching the first half. I said, yeah. I said, if they're still in it at halftime, I said, I'm watching the rest of this. I, and yeah. I told Jess, my my great sports songs, I said, <laughs> a 16 over one's only happened one other time in college basketball Here, yeah. history. I said, this is history. I said, it's always fun to watch these, and I want to yeah. see if they can pull yeah. it off. Yeah. And it actually panned out. Yep. I might have been the only full game I watched the entire March Madness game. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Besides 
I told you I wanted to jump back in on sports betting. <laughs> in the Michigan State game. I, I dropped what? Yeah. I dropped a crazy bet down. It was like there. 350. Yeah. Crazy. And they won. They won. Luckily, I immediately withdraw my winnings. <laughs> and I was like, okay, now I get to play around with this yeah. 250 bucks I just won. Instead of being crazy. Lost it that day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Derailed you. Second point from the book How underdogs defeat their giants. Um, disadvantages are actually advantages. So they talk about, he talks about desirable difficulty uh, in the book and how when you have trouble with something, it makes you better at other things. So the example that he used in, in the book was uh, dyslexics, people that can't read, um, you know, people like that. And he used a specific example of a dyslexic who became a lawyer. So the guy, he can't read, it takes, he can, it takes him hours to read a chapter. And he was in law school where it's pretty much all reading. Yeah, um, they didn't have uh, audio books. Right. <laughs> so the only way that he could get by was by learning to listen very, very well. So he would go to class and he would listen to what his professor actually said so that he didn't have to read it when all the rest of his classmates are reading everything uh, and trying to learn outside of class. Which, to be fair, that's a, that's a good way to get through college. Anyway, it is. Because you could have your textbook that the teacher gives you, but, but he's if right you're not text. going to class and actually listening <laughs> yeah. to the lecture, that's where so the got, bias comes through on the test. So he got, <laughs> he got so good at listening that he can now, he's said many times that he can pick up on people's pauses, their tactical pauses, voluntary or involuntary. He picks up on their mannerisms and their, uh, the way that they say things rather than what they say. He's not sifting through his notes. Right. <laughs> and he uses that against them when they're on the stand. Uh, so he's become a very successful trial lawyer because he he's able to pick up on the small details of when people are lying to him. He's screwing people up. Right. Isn't that funny? So he's a great lawyer. Yeah. So that was kind of the example they used for desirable difficulty. But if you think about it, David didn't have swords or shields. All he had was a sling and some rocks and and a flock of sheep that he had to protect. Well, yeah, he didn't have strength. Like right, he didn't have the physical. So he had to he had use. to find ways to protect his sheep with only what he had. And it happened to actually exploit his opponent's only weakness right right like he no one was gonna beat goliath no one was gonna go hand to hand and no and uh take this dude out nope and anybody that would have tried would have lost (laughs) yeah because he was the best of the best (laughs) right yeah that's that's a good point um one thing i wanted to it makes me think about a lot of athlete stories um it kind of remind that reminds me of the word like grit yeah i mean you know, yep. the, turning your negatives into positives, right. like leaning into it makes you lean into your strengths. And I mean, a lot of athletes like who's who's the best like boxers. Think about their childhoods. Like, yeah, these are the most who who's going to be a great athlete. It's usually not the most privileged individuals. No, it's guys it's, that are hungry. It's guys that are from broken homes. Yes. And it's guys who this is all they got. Right. They're literally almost every great athlete is an underdog. Yes. And no one believes in them but themselves. I mean, a lot of other qualities, but 
I mean, they like lean into their pain and they turn it, they turn their pain into purpose. Yes. And I mean, that's a good real talk pain into purpose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it just like it, they use it as fuel. And I mean, you see the most driven individuals hone their skills mm-hmm. during bad times and they just turn grit that they develop that can't be replicated. Right. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about that. You can go down the list. Oh, yeah. Um, it's all of them. Yeah. I mean, it's a trait of many great individuals. Yeah. Like, if you don't have that grit trait. Yep. And, and it's not – I don't know if it's inherited um, or – It's probably mixed, honestly. Yeah, or it could be a result of circumstance. You, there's yeah. great athletes that don't aren't from broken homes. Sure. There's highly successful individuals – Yes. that are admirable with admirable qualities yes. that have great families. Right. I think that in that situation, it's kind of like a God given gift that they have this grit right. that, that just lives in them. Right. And then, you know, some it's kind of a result of circumstance, which doesn't matter what way it comes. Right. But you can really develop your strengths in something else that no one else has from your own unique situation and it give, it's going to give you something no one else has got exactly all right that's, so that's kind of what, that kind of leads well into the next point which is nothing to lose right these guys got nothing to lose yeah. the, the alternative is you know <laughs> I, I lose everything right uh, the, 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 the alternative is everybody expects me to already lose so if i lose it's just what everyone expected anyway. There's no pressure here. Um, I feel like that's why you see a lot of upsets in the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah, because they just go – they give it their all, right? See, Whereas it, there's a big difference in playing to win versus playing not to lose, right? And Purdue was playing not to lose, and FDU was playing to win. Yeah, well, what happened to FDU the next game they lost there? They did, but it was close. Was it? Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. And uh, they played Florida Atlantic, and Florida Atlantic actually won yesterday. So I haven't been. Keeping they beat up they on beat it. Tennessee there into the Elite Eight. So. Speaking of that, I don't want to derail your real talk, but what's the status update on the TPP bracket challenge? We'll talk about that in sports. All right, all right. So yeah, nothing to lose. Kind of self-explanatory. You know, you can you can use higher risk, higher reward tactics because. If you, because if you lose, then you know that's that was kind of expected anyway. You're playing with free money, uh, kind of like you're gambling, right? You're you, after you win, you got nothing to lose. You've already won. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I spent that next <laughs> that next two fifty on some crazy crap. I'm yeah. like, okay, I better just shut her down again. <laughs> and the last point, and this is one that I really thought um, this one really caught my attention: um, the big fish, small pond. Versus the small fish in the big pond, right? Um, so in the book, he talks about uh, this woman who, coming out of high school, she's a great student, and she applies to all these colleges. She gets accepted to Harvard and the University of Maryland. Where's she going? Obviously Harvard, right? She got accepted to Harvard. Who, who People dream of that. Yeah. She was middle of the road at Harvard. Yeah. And she ended up changing her major, um, doing something that she didn't want to do. You know, still a successful person, but not what she thought that she would be. 
when put with the her, put around her peers, right? Whereas if she would have went to the University of Maryland, she would have been one of the top of the class. And he actually looked at a bunch of test scores and compared uh, the top the top students' SAT scores at the University of Maryland are roughly equal to the bottom students at Harvard. Yeah. And yet the people, the graduation rate for the top students at Maryland is through the roof. Everybody graduates. But the graduation rate for the bottom students at Harvard, way low. And he goes on to talk about what they do after they graduate and how many papers they publish and everything. Isn't that all that matters? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Right. So... He, what he found was even though the people are smarter, they're better students uh, that go to Harvard on average, take middle of the pack, Harvard stands out way above University of Maryland. The middle of the pack at Maryland actually has a better graduation rate than the middle of the pack at Harvard. And they go on, you know, pe- people, with the same, people with the same degrees, the ones at Maryland – middle of the pack at Maryland publish more papers and you know, they, they go on, they go on to have more academic success anyway. Yeah. And, uh, really what he kind of attributed that to was, you know, how you view yourself and how you, it's kind of, kind of goes back to the, the basketball game where the coach, the way that he viewed himself and his team was, we know we're going to win. So of course they're going to win. But he he knew that because he had seen what his team did in their conference tournament They're, playing against uh teams that were you know he was able to, they got in because they won their conference tournament yeah and then they won a playing game we've already won a game in the in the NCAA tournament now they got to play Purdue well, we're playing Purdue and we've seen them and we know that we can beat them cuz we beat all these other teams that had big guys and we still beat them i feel like being the middle of the pack at a normal university kind of just puts a chip on your shoulder. Right. Like you want to prove you have something yes. to prove and it kind of never goes away. And I feel like if you're middle of the pack at Harvard and you graduate, you kind of like, well, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You lose that. You're like, I'm surrounded by all these smart people and all these other ones are better than me. Right. I don't know. I could say I get lost in the sauce. Yeah, uh, Absolutely. And and he actually uh, made the point, like, he talked about suicide rates and how they are uh, higher in countries where people are generally happy. Yeah. Um, and he said, think about it. If you're a person who's dealing with anxiety and depression and you look around you and everybody is so happy, that's going to make things way, way worse. Whereas if you're that same person and everyone's miserable around you, you're just kind of sharing in the misery, right? Yeah, I I don't know the real numbers, but I feel like suicide rates have to be highest in the best economies and best yeah, countries. Yeah, yep. They talked about, I think it was uh, Norway or Sweden or one of those countries where people are generally happy, but they have the highest suicide rate. Isn't that crazy? It is. It's like, when, because... When you're in a good economy and things are going so well all around you, you know, 
you kind of have to strive to have a purpose. Yeah. Because everything else is just going to be going on just fine and well. <laughs> right. And you're easily replaceable. But, like, people in these countries not doing so well and but third make, world countries. It makes you feel like even more of an outcast. Yeah. Like, it, it, it does the opposite of uh, build your confidence, right? It destroys your confidence. Well, these people in these worse off countries they're just trying to get by right but they don't have time to be sad yeah uh <laughs> they don't have time to be sad but, but they their life has such purpose right like but, i but need they, to feed my family yeah like, i need to meet my basic needs but they also look around and you know misery loves company the and these people they look around at, at their peers and say everybody is going through the same struggle that i am whereas in the happy country as people look around and say, no one else is struggling. Something's wrong with me. I got a problem, right? Yeah. And it just makes it worse every single day. And then let's go to a doctor but, that's going to prescribe me a pill that doesn't even fix the problem. It yeah. fi- fixes the symptom. I mean, that's... Yeah. So, I mean, going back to David and Goliath, he was he was the guy taking care of all of these sheep, right? So he was he was responsible for these sheep that couldn't, couldn't care for themselves. They had to look to him to protect them, right? He's middle of the pack at Maryland. <laughs> he's middle of the pack. Uh, well, he's probably top dog at Maryland, right? <laughs> Maybe. And, and Goliath is... Then he has responsibility. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Um, so it's just crazy how you, you can draw those same parallels in every underdog story, and they all lead to to the victory just of the like, underdog, right? Just like... Um, I got an example that's similar to that, just like Joey Burrow at Ohio State. Yeah. Yep. He and same with Cardell Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, they're middle of the pack at the best place, which yep. means nothing. <laughs> if they're if you're not the best, if you're not the best at the then, best place, right? You're lost in the sauce. You're honestly your potential is wasted. Right. And it happens all the time at big time football programs and Absolutely. basketball, what Absolutely. have you. All the time. And it'd be interesting, you know, sports is not a vacuum. No. These trends, like your guy, what's his name? The author is trying to yeah, Gladwell. kind of yeah. to convey is these trends are not, like we, we can point out these things, but these trends exist in more nuanced ways in real life. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. Yep. So, another another uh, sports underdog story is Hannah Luberg. Right, or she was she was top dog at a small school, where if she would have went to say Ohio State, would she have seen the floor? Who I knows? Know. I don't know. <laughs> it's certainly not. It's Probably not a not. not a certainty like it was at Akron, where she could go be one of the leading scorers in the entire country, and yeah. and she probably doesn't get the opportunity to play overseas. Right? And you know, she's had a life that. By and large, she's had a lot of fulfillment through yeah. those successes. Right. And, you know, I mean, same goes with anything, you know. Maybe if you're middle of the pack at some big company or you're top dog at some small company, that might give your life a lot more fulfillment and happiness. Sure. I mean, I, there's happiness and purpose in being the top dog in your own little ecosystem. Yep. However big or small it may be. Big fish, small pond. Is that that's the takeaway? That's the takeaway. That's the that's kind of the you want to be the, the big theme, fish. Right? You want to be the big fish. In the I wasn't small sure pond. what way you was going there yeah. when you said. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, I guess those are kind of the main the main points. All of those things lead to the victory. And I mean, at one point in the book, he lays all this out, and he says, "When you really think about it, was it an upset at all? Did did does anybody really expect Goliath to win with all of those things that David has going for him?" Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. My my big takeaway thinking about it was, uh, you know, it's it's a Bible story, right? So, um, you know, it's 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 written down and it's taught now that. David won because he had God on his side, right? And that's true, but it's not because he had God on his side in the moment. It's because he had God on his side crafting him for his entire life for that moment. And, you know, we don't we don't need miracles in the moment. We need we need hardship and we need things that push us to be better yeah. all the time. And that's how underdogs win. Yeah, when you say that, it's like a lot of times there's blessings in the nose and, yes uh, exactly what some at one point in time when something doesn't go your way and you wanted it to have you ever had a moment where something you yeah. know everybody has something happened in your life you really wanted yes and then it didn't and you're like kind of loathing in your loss yeah and you're like why me why would god do this to me right but there's another purpose for you there is if you keep going and then you look back five years later, and you're like, I'm glad that happened that yes. way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, it, unanswered prayers, right? Right. It's it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, you don't realize it in the moment, but you you figure it out later on. And he always oh. knows, man. That, <laughs> he always knows. I, I, you know, I'm sure people can relate to that. I mean, happens all the time. It like does. every moment, I mean, the older you get, the more clear it is, but... Maybe this is a message for some of our younger listeners, and it yeah. may be a reminder to myself. Like when things don't go your way, it's it. Maybe that's just God's plan for you. There's blessings in the nose in your life, and yeah. when you look back and power through and keep stay on the right path, it, it all makes a lot more sense. Yep. So that's all I had for real talk. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. I promise. Uh, so I I hope somebody. Uh, I hope. A lot of people took something from that. I know I really enjoyed the book. Uh, it's an audio book. I enjoyed it. I I got something from it. Um, if if you're looking for something to listen to, yeah. if you're looking for a book to read, check it out. Um, I, I thought it was worth it. So, Dude, uh, underdogs, like, I'm going to start betting all the underdogs, man. <laughs> <laughs> plus signs. Chase them plus signs. <laughs> you know, should we just end the episode now? <laughs> Well, it is. We uh, just, we're we're at about that length. Uh, hopefully, people listen through real talk because I think it was uh, that that was one that I I was pretty excited to talk about. If you couldn't tell, well, um, to me, the real talk is the most important part of the show. Yeah, well, I don't man, know. I if, thought what the craps were. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't know if you caught on when I asked you to be the co-host at the beginning. If I I forget how the show even what the first couple episodes were like. We didn't have we real add? talk then. Oh, really? Huh. I'll have to tell you later when we added the real talk segment in. Oh, yeah? Why? <laughs> tell me. Because I'm not allowed to say it on the air. Yeah, you, well, don't say it, but you can explain what happened. It's the same reason the wizard doesn't want to be associated with us anymore. <laughs> he he left around the time we started real talk. Why? Well, we got we got way too off the rails on a couple episodes, and 
one in particular, and then uh, after that we decided to regroup and focus. A little oh, more. there was yeah. a there was a deleted <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day, it was like episode four or something like that. Something somewhere around there. It was early on. So, if you read the iTunes podcast reviews, <laughs> you probably figure it out. The uh, <laughs> you could probably figure it out what was said that really angered the wizard. And <laughs> yeah. He just and so he ain't re- been back since. He just to leave that review. He just so. Re- <laughs> He just so recently, apparently, he started listening to the show again. Yeah. Well, apparently not. Apparently, he listened to the first couple episodes. Not no, the most I think recent. he must have tuned back <laughs> in. The Wizard is our boy. Yeah. He gave us some constructive criticism, and we took it. We did. And we... But act- then, then he gave, we fixed it. We're doing better. The Wizard's still our we, boy. And then we got the same constructive criticism again. When? With the, that review, oh well, that's it. <laughs> that I don't know what that review is about. That's just him maybe wanting to point out to everybody how far we've came. Hey, that's silver lining. Thank you, wizard. Thank you for pointing that out. If you want to get a clue, and while you're reading those reviews, go ahead and leave one. Go ahead and leave a good review. Five stars. Let's just dock the wizards <laughs> down. Yeah, that's a great idea. Honestly, you're gonna want to see what one of the one of us said <laughs> and it's kind of anecdoted in the wizard's review yeah but that episode that episode is still there yeah but what was said is gone yes that was when craig started to learn to edit things much better <laughs> <laughs> anyways what so, the heck were current we talking events. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any current events this week uh well, like I said, we were really hell-bent on redeeming ourselves, but I actually have the bare minimum show notes. Okay. Um, well, I got, gonna, I got some. Wait, wait. Okay. I just want to say what... Let me think about it for a second. Okay. See what stuck out to me. What stuck out to me this week? Um. Yeah. Well, I didn't have a phone all week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was trying to get a hold of you yesterday, and... I was starting to be concerned for your safety to the point where I texted Jess to see if you were okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, well, yeah, my phone's been busted up, yeah. which is a whole other story. I'm not going to get into it. Well, I'm going to teach no. you some things then. What? I'm going to let you know what's going on in the world. Yeah. What's going on in the world? I saw. Did Trump get arrested? Did that happen? Trump did not get arrested. <laughs> so he, I think he, uh, he, Said that he was going to, uh, called their bluff, and uh, Trump just wanted to be in the headlines again. He he made it. <laughs> there were, there, I think there were some protests. I know a lot of people were buzzing online uh, throughout the week, wondering if Trump had been arrested yet. But he did not get arrested. I'm not ready for another election year. <laughs> I don't think anybody. I mean, is I am. If Nobody you, is. If you need to be prepared for another election year, go to freedomvest.com, <laughs> buy you a level three plate carrier, and plates are two hundred fifty dollars with the TPT. TPP discount. Anyways, no. Another election year. Gosh. Yeah. So, hold on tight. <laughs> Current events. Um, Trump didn't get arrested. Trump did not get arrested. But but he paid off that Stormy Daniels. But Putin had an arrest warrant issued from him uh, 
claiming that he has uh, deported Ukrainian children, taken them from their families, and brought them back to Russia, away from their families. So who's um, going to arrest Putin? So there is a body called the International Criminal Court. Um, they arrest people in international disputes like this. Oh, yeah. And any government that supports the ICC uh, must arrest Putin if they see him. So if he goes to one of these countries that supports the ICC. Oh, is the United States in that? Oh, of course. But he ain't coming to the U.S. anytime soon. So uh, now we're – are you saying we're in World War Three? Well, not yet, but we – I don't know. We're, I think we're kind of in that uh, – Oh, I did – We're in that well, pregame anyway. The current event I did see was a U.S. drone was shot down by Russia, I think. I saw that. Yeah. And we just don't – we're just going to be pansies about it. I don't know. Well, that we're probably – uh, trying not to engage in World War III. Start anything because we actually shot down the Chinese spy balloon too. <sighs> we're pretty. We're getting pretty involved very slowly. Yeah, which so. we've been talking about this for a while, but we have. What are we doing, man? I don't know. I it's don't gonna. Know. It's another situation there. Now we have all these assets in Ukraine that are like ours, and then. We just, I honestly, I don't, I don't want Ukraine to lose and get overtaken by Russia. Like that's right. not what yeah. I want. Of course not. But if they do, and it seems like they're losing, what are we gonna do? The thing is, it's kind of a David and Goliath thing, right? Where Ukraine, Ukraine is tiny, and everybody's expecting them to lose, and here we are, a year later, still talking about what's this. the big. Um, the big thing we can't they can't let Kiev fall right which is capital yeah. I mean is it under siege right now yeah I mean they've been fighting oh yeah for a long time I don't know uh, so I don't expect Putin to actually serve time or oh yeah or even see court but, I don't expect him to be but arrested what it, but what it does is it limits his ability to travel freely throughout the world right alright yeah that's what I okay um, the other news domestic news um, Biden approves a major oil pipeline in Alaska. Oh, yeah. He's seeing the reality, <laughs> is he? And it has pissed off Democrats, Democrats, environmental activists. Because we just like can't that. function without these things. Well, especially not when we're at war with Russia. And um, I, don't know, I saw something that. China brokered a peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran, and now they're all friends, and Saudi Arabia is going to join this BRIC alliance with Brazil, Russia, China, and Iran, yeah. and they're going to, his, basically they're going to be selling all the oil. Instead of selling it to us, they're going to sell it to China and Russia. So, yeah. so we got we to gotta tap into our own stuff now. Yeah. See, <laughs> the whole green movement hits – hits the fan when you lose uh, the yeah. green movement is aka dependence on foreign energy sources because yeah. it just don't run off yeah. of so our environment we have to protect our environment we don't have to protect the other country's environment yeah, we look good <laughs> while the other countries trash their yeah. trash their environment but yeah. what the lights go off when we're all green and without foreign help yeah 
So I guess my question to you is, do you support this move? Yeah. Hey, look at that. Supports President Biden. You sound like a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a good move. Um, Yeah, but well, the economy's failing. Yeah. Right before our eyes, the price of every when the price it's clear it's not rocket science. When the price of fuel goes up, everything goes up. Yes, our entire economy everything is relies on oil and gas. Yes, every single thing. Yes, relies on the price of oil and gas. Yes. So all you people who want to go green and think we can possibly switch to all electric cars, Jake, you're wrong. Now, I have seen a I've seen a semi truck running on hydrogen fuel. Okay? <laughs> it can happen. That's um I don't know how you harness hydrogen fuel. That's water. That's it's high, water. These is, things can water exist. Is I, these things can exist, correct. but the, yeah, you the, get power. You're powered but, by oil and gas, and then you add in these things to help. Well, They're like helpers. Yeah. the The technology they buffer the grid. The technology. It's good. It's is, a good thing. The technology is not there. Yeah. entirely i'm all for the advancement of it like but going in it's a good but thing. it's it's going to happen very soon but when they well that'd be great if it, if it could yes that'd be great but yes. when they try to nail dates and you know add, when they when they regulate the dates is when it's a problem when when the which, when uh ford says i'm going to i'm going to be completely electric by 2030 great yeah. but when the u.s government says ford you need to be completely electric by 2030 that's kind Not of a great. problem. Yeah, yeah. So. And, th- and that affects everybody. Yes. And then we, the people, right. are the ones who pay the or, price of a, them right. being stupid. Right. You can't well, put, you can't, I'm all for the science and advancement of our energy. Like, yeah. clearly, we're, there's better ways. Oh, yeah. And we got to figure it out. But we right. are, and you can't put a date on science. Right. Like, we are, we are stupid humans. Yeah. Figuring it out, but. We'll get there. I'm getting fired up. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, electric costs, AEP announced this week. Uh, do you have AEP here? Yeah, I work yeah. for AEP. Oh, nice. Um, they I can't are, say nothing bad about great company. They are announcing a 30% increase starting this summer on everybody's bill. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Is that just like a regional thing or national? Uh, it was it was AEP Ohio that annou- announced it. So wow. I assume it's state of Ohio. But I don't know if like AEP Pennsylvania or whatever they call them. Well. I, I don't know if they're doing the same thing. I could say a lot, um, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to. I get why. Why? I get why. Can you explain why? Because they're updating the power grid, and that hasn't been done in a hundred years. In a lot of these cases, they blamed it on uh, lack of supply chain; like they couldn't get their resources. Um, their AP is always working. I think they actually cited the Ukraine Russia war in this letter. Oh well, but <laughs> that's like that's like an easy 
Yeah. That's the easy answer. Everybody's like, okay. But, but, but upgrading uh, the power grid, that should be funded quite a bit but, by the by the government. The government should be paying for that, not the consumer. I mean, honestly, I, I, so I'm not a means, communist or anything, but I feel like the power grid and electric and all that should kind of be more government oversight. It's actually right. all individual it's yeah. companies that sub, that run this right. country. You it, know? I'm not a communist or nothing, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's a uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's it is kind of bullshit if AEP is collecting money to upgrade the power grid and then turning around and charging consumers to upgrade the power I grid. I don't blame AEP, I blame the government. You know how many power you know how many coal fired power plants they've shut down in this yeah. state because yeah. of the government's well, regulations? See, that makes sense. That's not their because, fault. Because now they're having supply issues and they have all of the coal pl- all the coal plants are being shut down plus um it's the, plus you the war in Ukraine taking uh the natural imports. natural gas yeah, imports well, away. So that makes sense. And that makes a lot of sense. And they've shut down all the fracking and this and that right. since Biden took office. And, and we're so, not using what we have. Right. We're we're we're, we're I don't want to say what I want to say. There's a good saying. I'll just say it. we're stomping on our own dicks. <laughs> okay? Yeah. America's got this big old dick in <laughs> That's our natural resources. Flopping it around everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And everything goes great and everything's going good. Then we just stomp it on. We trip and fall. And we forget we have a big dick that fixes everything. It does. Which is coal and natural gas. Yeah. Yeah. And who pays? Hey, all these companies ain't going to pay. We got to pay. Right. But that's fair, right? Because when... If that's the if that is truly the issue, it's the EPA. Then great. That's why we shut all these coal plants. That's the whole right, right. thing. But I mean, if if this is a supply and demand issue, then great. If it is a we got to upgrade our infrastructure, and the government's giving them money to do that, and they're passing it on to the consumer anyway, that money from the government is going into people's pockets. I know they right. Um, it's going into the company's pockets. They'll get straightened out, but it's 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 a big it's just a pissy match between. Republicans and Democrats and the people pay. Yeah. And we'll get through it, but it might, that's going to hurt a lot of people. It is 30% is not insignificant. Oh gosh. (laughs) That's that's quite, that's, that can add up quick. We're going to have to start burning wood. Maybe. Well, they're going to start, they're going to start it in the summer. So I don't, Oh yeah. That's like June, maybe May, June, your bills probably go up by 30% if you're with AEP. I'm not a genius, but I think, people's energy bills get higher in the summer that's why they are they said that's why is because there's more demand yeah so. yeah time for solar panels there all you them, go all them solar scam artists yeah they're for they're gonna force you to maybe. find other ways to lower your bill maybe it's just gonna hurt other people are gonna cut i mean everybody needs energy yeah so they're just gonna cut out other things it's gonna hurt other it's just gonna be a Thirty percent is going to get lost in other things. Everybody's going to pay that dang bill. Oh yeah, absolutely. Unless you, turn or you're, to wood. or you're going to get your power shut off. <laughs> well, you're going to turn to wood, or you're going to have to grow up like I did with no air conditioning. Yeah. Did you have air conditioning when you were a kid? We did, most times. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I grew up with no AC. Uh, I didn't get an air conditioner until I went to college. 
under a real underdog story. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it kind of causes a lot of. I feel like that forged me into who I am. There you go. No, no air conditioning, no cable. <laughs> yep, we we did have both, so Privilege. I guess I can't complain. That's weird. I, I, was I don't pam- know. I was pampered, I guess. So <laughs> that caused me and Clayton <laughs> to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, we spent a lot of time outside as kids. Yeah, yeah. You live probably a mile from me, but we found mm-hmm. each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is all I had for current events. Would you like to move on to what the crap? Yeah, what the crap going on now? All right, I got uh, this one is in Canada, British Columbia. Um, we have goldfish being flushed down the toilet, but they're not dead. Parents apparently just want to get rid of them. The problem you're, is... You're what the craps are always worldwide. <laughs> Well, that's because America is the greatest country in the world, and crazy things don't really happen here. They happen everywhere else, right? Yeah, bull crap. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. well, this one's only in Canada. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the problem is that female goldfish can basically clone themselves. They mate with minnows, um, and they they can lay 50,000 eggs at a time. And they're flushing them down the toilet. So when you flush a goldfish down the toilet and it's still alive, it can end up laying 50,000 eggs at a time. And those eggs become 50,000 goldfish or somewhere close to that, right? Well, props to Canada if the goldfish can survive. Well, the problem is not only can they survive, they're an invasive species. And now they're dominant because they're the size of footballs. Canada, eh? Canada, eh? They have <laughs> taken over the uh, the rivers and the streams, and they are the they have goldfish that are the size of footballs. What? Swimming around in British Columbia. Well, we keep our goldfish in tanks, right? But they apparently they, they do it. too until somebody until a parent and says, "I'm flushing them down. The I'm to- sick of feeding this thing. I'm flushing it." And then they flush it. Well, if goldfish can swim and breathe in water, so it doesn't die. I had no idea goldfish could get that big. Me neither. And apparently neither did the people that flushed you know them down how, the toilet. Like, when you keep a <laughs> snake in a... What's the... It's like reptiles. Obviously, best fish, too. If you keep them in a small tank, they only grow to the size of the tank. Right. They're but when you release them into a pond, they, they just, grow to the size of the pond. <laughs> Which is the size of a football, apparently. <laughs> apparently, they max out to their genetic <laughs> potential. Well, the thing is, this is probably still pretty new. So, when these goldfish that are the size of footballs start mating with each other, uh, how big are those goldfish going to get? I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. I think they're maxed out. This maybe is, maybe the size of like a beach apparently ball? Apparently, Canadians got to start eating goldfish, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're the size of a football, maybe. What's a? You ever caught a goldfish? <laughs> We're gonna. They're gonna have a goldfish like fishing stuff tournaments, stuffed with lead, and they're gonna stuff them with lead. <laughs> I got the world record goldfish. Yeah, how much you want to give me? I need a strand sponsorship. Rapala. I caught him with a rapala bait. <laughs> Good stuff. I can never get into fishing, dude. Yeah, I I do. I'll f- I like fishing. You I, like fishing once every 10 years. <laughs> well, I, I'd go a couple times a year uh, if I had the time it? for it. 
But when's the last you know. time you fished? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's been a while. Me too. It's probably uh, I can guess probably the last time me and you fished. It's that's that's a possibility. That is a possibility. Like six years ago. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like playing golf. I wish I had more time and like thought to do it. Like I when like, I get free when I get free time, I like I have to make appointments to do these things and like carve out time in my schedule. It's not like when I get free time, <laughs> I'm not like I'm going to I'm so, I'm gonna go fish or I'm gonna go. The play last golf. time we fished was like six years ago. <laughs> yeah, and I took my dad had a pontoon boat. We took it out to Lewberg Lake. Yep. Um, which is a nice, nice lake. It and, is. You know, we went fishing, and um, I we had a great day. Uh, the boat's motor didn't run, but I already knew that, so I brought a trolley motor, hooked up to a battery. We putted around the lake all day. Had a good yeah. old time. Drank some beers. Sure. Threw some lines. Just like old times. Just like old times. And then I. Pulled the boat up on the beach and tied it up. Yeah. And then the outflow to the dam got clogged and a flood hit the Zanesville. <laughs> and the lake's elevation went almost up to the dam, which it's bad. A breach yeah. of that dam would be bad. It's an 80-acre lake. And uh, so we had to fix the outflow. But when that happened, the pontoon came off what i tied it onto and that <laughs> pontoon boat ended up like 10 foot up in the woods yeah in it the was, cove it was more than 10 foot and then was, when the water was, came back down dad's boat it was on shore <laughs> fully on shore it was like 100 feet from the water at least yeah for a long time did you see where it ended up yeah i helped you guys dig it out oh we, you, we, we had a big group of a big group of guys your dad's like it, gathering people at a at a, like a holiday party. Anybody that's got any muscle, come up here and help me lift this. Anybody boat that's out. got any balls, <laughs> if you have a dick and balls between your legs, yeah, come I mean, with us. We had probably close to twenty dudes over there it was a memorial trying to pull day the, or I, It might have been July Fourth. Yeah, it was. It was a there's a the weekend when there are a lot of people out there. Yeah. Memorial Day and July Fourth. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was quite a task. So every year, every year he tried to get a, a big group of guys to go get that boat. And finally succeeded year, last summer. Yeah, last summer we finally got it out after it was probably there for like six years. Yeah, <laughs> but he's got his boat back. It was like in a. It was pretty muddy and swampy. Yeah, it was. We how many guys do you think got twenty? It was probably it was probably 20 it was pretty close that's to how they do things right yeah absolutely that was the only way it i'm not gonna lie it was fun having all those guys try to pick that boat up we had to rally the troops hard we did dad would keep trying to <laughs> get us to go out there when like 10 people were at the lake yeah and i i'd always be this not, not enough no we had <laughs> enough, enough that day we did yeah yeah we got it out anyways so. uh my what the crap yeah my what the crap is I don't know if you saw it yesterday. Another Amber Alert. Yeah. Hit Zanesville. Yeah. So I'm back to mom shaming. <laughs> okay. A woman tried to drop a kid off at a dance class in downtown Zanesville. Okay. There's a lot of what the crap and news going on around here. But yep. Yep. right downtown, she went in to drop her kid off at a dance class. 
Instead of getting all the kids out of the car, she just got the kid out of the car that she was taking to the dance class. While she took walked the girl in, walks out, car's gone. Car's gone. Some shitbag has stolen her car, and the Amber Alerts go out, mm-hmm. and there's two missing kids who's who are in danger. One and three. One year old and three years old. And luckily, the Amber Alert worked. He's a citizen. Everybody's on high alert after. Anytime you see one of those Amber Alerts, you're like, that's the greatest thing about iPhones. Yeah. Um, Dude, I get it to my phone and my watch. No matter where I'm at, I'm getting that Amber. I don't know if it's on like other devices. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is, yeah. But what's... What's crazy is I'll get those alerts and it'll say, oh, Dayton or, oh, Cleveland or, uh, yeah. you know, Cincinnati well, or well, places that are not close to us. And it'll say, Amber Alert, be on the lookout for this. I'm like, that's not even close to me. Well, where they they ended up finding them about probably Washington, 90 Washington, miles PA. away, yeah. or 80 or whatever it is, Washington, PA down I-70. Yeah. You know, you got to send them out far because these people do this crap. They go. They go. And then they take and the, off. The last one we talked about was found in Indianapolis. Yeah. She went missing from the airport and or from short north. So they found them. Found I'm not kids here to, I'm sure Indianapolis. that woman feels awful. Uh, I guess one yeah. kid was hers and the other was not. Oh. How bad would you feel? Yeah, no shit. I'm not here to disparage her or nothing, but I'm here to say. Please do not leave your kids in a car for a second. It's just yeah. not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Whatever you're doing, see, don't I, leave them kids in the car. That's the my, second time I've been talking about this. Yeah, <laughs> my and that's local news both that times. Is local news, yeah. My car, I can get out and leave the car running and have the key on me. I have a push to start. Jake, you leaving your kids <laughs> in the car? I have, yeah, at the daycare. Just don't do it. I've done it. Unless you can lock the car. I can, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can lock it because I can take the key with me, so I can lock the car. Okay. And they're locked in the car, and the car's still running. Yeah. I can run in for a minute, get the kids, bring them back out, unlock the car. Well, that makes sense. If that works, yeah, it's probably illegal. <laughs> it's just Gary. I don't... Just, <laughs> that's the main focus of our show. <laughs> Well, if you can lock the car doors, yeah. I, I I don't think you're, I don't know if you're supposed to do that. You might be you arrested. I don't, I don't know that you're supposed to. You you're might not, get arrested. I don't think you're going to get arrested. You might get a stern talking to, but you might get lectured. Dude, between but. you making your kid clean up his poop and Gary getting locked in the car, you might not, CPS going to be after your ass after they listen to this. Yeah. Well, if that's what they're after me Anyways. for, then. They got a long list of people to go after, right? Hey, they say come and take it. That's what Jake's going to say. <laughs> come and take it. Um, Speaking of that, uh, let's move on. <laughs> All right. I got another tangent, but All right. what we got for sports? Um, first item, we have Tony Mitchell. He is a cornerback at the University of Alabama. Wait. What about the main... You want to do that first? Yes. Oh, I was saving that for last. Let's jump into it then. Dude, the that's the t- uh, that is the main sports thing on my mind. Okay. 
tournament challenge. The tournament. Our bracket pool. Bracket pool. To see who wins the hat. Yes, that's really important. In first place, we have a tie between Dylan Myers and Josh Rayleigh. They both have 490 points. But, However, Josh picked Purdue to win. And as we already talked about, Josh's they're done. They're done. Dylan, however, still has Alabama. So who are the people with the highest max scores left? Dylan has the highest. He's at 1490. And he's in the lead. He's in the lead. Who's his champ? Alabama. Second is JE1. <laughs> he's got 1340 left. M- most possible 1340. Um, so he's kind of lurking. He picked Yukon. Hey, so did I. So did you. And you were actually third yeah. at 1290. However, you picked Yukon. And I don't know if you have enough points. You are down 30 points. I don't know if you have enough to catch JE1. He might have you. Ah. Oh, because you got the same champ. Dang. It's going to be close. We'll see. It's going to matter who you picked in the, the ones I don't have fourth, that Is fourth have a chance then? If Hondo. Hondo. Is hanging out there. He's got 1180 remaining. Champ who? Gonzaga. Yeah. And Go Terps has 1,060 as a possibility, and they picked Houston. Okay. So that's really all the contenders, uh, unless so I, things I get real crazy. I don't really have a road to win my um, – it, it depends on who you guys picked. I don't, I don't have who you picked in the Final Four and all of that and, uh, in the championship game. I guess okay. I can look quickly. You have um, – I got – You have – you picked Creighton in the Final Four. Let's see if I can and, beat J.E. And Houston. One. You picked Creighton and Houston. Compare me to J.E. One. And J.E. Creighton. I thought I call it Creighton. How you say it? Creighton. 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 Like a... Creighton. Like a crate. Uh, like a box. Creighton. Creighton. Like Creighton. I say Creighton. Kind of like Clayton with an R. All right. Oh, Creighton. I got Creighton. <laughs> That's how I say it. I got Creighton, Houston, Yukon, and, and who? And he... Uh, Got out of it. You in your final four, you have Creighton, Purdue, Houston, and uh-huh. UConn. Yeah, yeah. So um, I got three of the four still. So you got three of the four. Right. JE1 has Alabama, Marquette, who lost, Texas AM, who lost, and UConn. So How he did he beat me. If my final he, four is right. He has more points than you right now. If my final it's all comes down to the final four. It so. comes down to Alabama and Houston. If Alabama and Houston can make the final four. Then, uh, I got Houston. He's got Alabama. You have Houston. You need who was the other one we had? Creighton. Creighton yeah. to beat Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, underdogs. Yeah, underdogs. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, indeed. All right. Okay. Yeah, You're I'm good now. Good on that. Okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, so, back to the University of Alabama, Tony Mitchell. And cornerback so, on the football team. Yeah, the, not quarterback. Is a mess. DB, defensive back. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was busted for possession of marijuana with intent to sell and a concealed firearm without a permit. They found seven thousand dollars cash, two hundred and twenty-six grams of weed, and a loaded gun in his car. When he got pulled over, he was going one hundred and forty-one miles an hour. That's dumb. Because, as he put it. My buddy told me to punch it, so I did. <laughs> what when they, he he tried to run from the cops? So he had half a pound of weed. That's what two hundred. Yes, twenty six. Roughly grade. half a pound. 
That's like that's just. But he also had seven thousand dollars and a loaded gun on him. So What's that's wrong? that's kind of what gets the intent. Large amount of weed, large amount of money, gets him the intent to sell. the The loaded gun is the problem as well. Yeah, because uh, he didn't. You need to conceal carry, and he didn't have it. He did not have a permit for the gun. So I don't know Alabama's laws, but yeah, it sounds like he need like in Ohio. You well, not anymore. Actually, they changed the law. I don't, I'm not even so versed on the laws, but it used to be. You, you know, you can own a gun, but if you want to have a loaded gun in your truck, you got to have your concealed carry permit. That's right. a concealed weapon. Right. You need a CCW. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it matters that so the gun the, was loaded. To the, me, the, the worst, problem is that he didn't have a permit for it. Right. The worst part for him, those two things, and the going 140 miles an hour. Running from the cops is not a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. Hey. Whatever. But. The story that you're going to like out of, that comes out of this, um, he was cut from the team. Saban said, nope, can't have this guy on our team. Yeah. And his quote was, there's no such thing as wrong place, wrong time. Uh, that's a tough quote. Now, the reason that that's such a story is because, as you remember, the Alabama basketball team has quite a bit going on. Yeah. And the basketball coach, when it came out that their star player – was the one who gave the gun to the guy that was involved in the shooting. Murdered somebody. Uh, the basketball coach said he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, so when, when Saban's guy gets in trouble, he says, there's no such thing as wrong place, wrong time. You're gone. You're as out. a direct shot to the Alabama basketball coach. So, I mean, I'm not a huge Saban fan, but that's kind of a good move, right? I think Saban's got it kind of figured out. Yeah, if anybody's got it figured out, it's Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah. Understatement. Um, so, yeah, I thought you might like that story. I mean, I'm with Saban on this one. Yeah, I think I think most people are. Yeah, it's a pretty easy but, pick. you know, I feel for the young man on that on this one. You feel for the young man on this one? Yeah. As compared to the basketball player that's still playing? Yeah, I mean, when you're comparing it to the basketball player that's still playing, but at the same time, there are plenty of corners on Alabama's roster that are not, and and football players uh, in general, I mean, that are not riding around with loaded guns well, without I guess a permit. I, I might have jumped. Selling weed. I might have jumped the gun. <laughs> um, this guy made a mistake. He made a mistake. He made he's a mistake. Gonna, he's going to have a great and, career at a juke. And, and, that's for sure. <laughs> Well, he made a mistake, but what we don't know is what else has he done, you know? What, right. You know, this is what he got caught I feel with. like yeah. same guy if he was – I feel like this guy has done more than just that to be on Saban's crap list. Um, I think it's yeah. – I could see – I could see he, – He was a top recruit coming out of, out of high school. He didn't – he wasn't he, uh, NFL ready right away. So he, so he's not. So, gonna, so he was a backup, right? He was a reserve. I'll, but there are plenty of people. The problem is, if this, you're if you're a reserve at Alabama, there are a bunch of people that want your spot. This is like a right? high. The top teams are like Alabama, Ohio State, State, Georgia. I'd say the top two are Alabama and Ohio State. Georgia, and it, Clemson. Georgia's in that. Georgia's Anyways, ahead of Clemson. This is Harvard. This this is Harvard. 
you know. Yes. Well, everybody's trying to get there. So yes. if you're if you're at uh, Vanderbilt, you don't have room to screw up at Harvard. <laughs> no, you don't have room to screw up yes. at Alabama right. or Ohio State or any right. of these top places. But I still think this guy he's not going to JUCO. Yeah, I think he's gonna be D one still. I think that's. I think he's done Maybe. a forgivable offense. Maybe there's no rule. He'll probably end up at like Troy. Depending on his <laughs> other actions, depending on his hey, how he handles this. Why not Colorado with uh, with Deion Sanders? <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where he'll go. Maybe I mean, it, it just depends. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he'll be at a Power Five. It, well, he's going to go to a much smaller, uh, a, a school on the level. What of year is right? this guy? He's a freshman. I hope he just finishes freshman year. He'll be a sophomore. I hope he turns it around. I hope so. Um, we'll, we'll keep tabs on him. You know now. It's like what now? It's kind of yeah. Well, now up. now is the time that he decides what, what? his life is. Right mm-hmm. now, he's he he's might got tremendous. Potential. He might he might serve some jail time from this, and if he does, hopefully he comes out on the other end of it, and he's ready to get his shit together. But I don't know. Well, hopefully, we'll he gets see. his stuff together, and we've we've seen people uh, get their get it together. We've seen people not get no, it together. I, I think he's. So. I think he he has he's he can overcome this. Yeah, hopefully definitely. he doesn't. Definitely, I hope continue he does. to go down the wrong path. So that's all I was saying. Well, I okay. feel for the young man. Gotcha. Hopefully, he can get past this. Yes, I hope so too. He's not like accused of rape or right. murder. Right. Yeah. He's just selling weed, selling some weed, and speeding, and speeding. Running from the cops never a good idea. Uh yeah. <laughs> Unless you don't get caught. Well, then it's a great idea. Then that, none of that would have even happened. If he, okay. maybe he shouldn't have stopped. Okay, the True Patriot podcast stance on running from the cops is not a good idea. We support police officers. We don't break. We're, we don't commit crimes. Therefore, we have no reason to run. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you gonna agree with that or not? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, moving on. Moving um, on. <laughs> we got Spencer Lee. He is a wrestler at the University of Iowa. Um, we just, Sounds tough. He is tough. He actually is a three-time NCAA champion wrestler. Um, and we've only had four. Coming into this year, we've only had four four-time champions. Yeah. Um, the oh, most recent dang. was Logan Steber at Ohio State. Back in 2014, he became a four-time uh, 2015, he became a four-time yeah, uh, NCAA that's champion. That's pretty it's, it is a It is a huge accomplishment to become oh, yeah. a four-time champ. Yeah, that's Well, incredible. Spencer Lee's on that path, and he makes it to the semifinals. He's got to win two more matches in order to become a four-time NCAA champion. Yeah. He gets pinned. And then he, he loses. And, and then, then he quits. But did you see his mom's reaction? No. What, what, what weight class is he, by the way? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. He's small, one like one twenty five, one thirty maybe just for, somewhere uh, in there. I'm trying to just get a picture. Of small, him. smaller guy. Uh, small tough bet- guy between one twenty and one forty, somewhere in that range. A woman? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, his, anyway, his his mother was watching, of course, and when he gets pinned, uh, she takes their glasses off of her face and snaps them in half. Her glasses. Her glasses off of her face and snaps them in half because she's so mad. <laughs> and then the next day, when he's supposed to wrestle 
you know, for, he, at this point he can still win third place, uh, which is, you know, pretty respectable. Uh, instead, he decides not to weigh in. He quits and withdraws from the tournament. So. Yeah. That, because uh, what, his best case scenario at that point was what? It was third, third place. Yeah. Uh, he ended up finishing sixth. So. He quit his last match, or you have two left, or uh, probably yeah. He he quit his next match, which which is a loss, and then he's out of the tournament after that, right? Yeah, so. yeah I saw that. Yeah, so I didn't see the him. I did not see the glasses. Snap. <laughs> yeah, that was you have to look that one up. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> so at the same time, much less publicized. Um, I'm going to butcher this name. Yanni Diakamahalis? Yeah, that's yeah. my that's my cousin. Oh, yeah? <laughs> From Cornell. <laughs> yeah, he's a smart guy. Yeah, he is a smart guy. He's also a fantastic wrestler. Became the fifth ever four-time NCAA champion. Wow. So we had two guys. We've had four in the history of college wrestling, and we had two in the same tournament going for that title. Wow. Yeah, and... And one and of them got it, one of them didn't. Just for reference, like there's so many, there's probably what, like six or seven weight classes? There's like 10, 12, somewhere in there. I, I don't know exactly, but there's quite a few, yeah. Yeah, and for there only to be four ever in the history of college wrestling. Yes. There are that many champions Man. every year, and, you know, you get so four you from, get four years, so you have to win it every year. The there. guy from Cornell, do you know his weight class? I just like the nine. Come I, on, man. Come on. No. I got you here. Come on. So he is 149 pounds, the guy that did win. Yeah. So he could probably out-wrestle me then. 120 pounds. Oh, he, he'd whoop you. He's he's like a world champion. Nah. Well, yeah, <laughs> probably. 150. No. I'm just way bigger. It doesn't matter. You're not a wrestler. Yes, I am. Um. <clears throat> Spencer Lee is 57 kilograms, <laughs> which is uh, 125 pounds. He wrestles at 125. Yeah. You, oh. might, you might be able to take him. <laughs> I could take a 150-pound guy. Uh, I mean, I, I I, know, man. I'd sell tickets. I, I'd like to see it. I don't know. Mumia, I don't want to, like... Sound cocky or nothing, but that does matter. <laughs> weight does matter. That's why we have weight classes. There are certain that's holds. Wrestling with choking, there are, uh, there are certain holds and things that you're not allowed to do in wrestling, and you yeah. don't know any of those. So you'll you'll like you'll get into a position, and they're gonna the refs gonna stop you and say that's an illegal position, yeah. and you're gonna say what did I do wrong? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I <laughs> I don't know if I beat him in a wrestling match. Okay, in a in a street fight. Yeah, that's kind of I guess I don't know, man. Uh, the the general rule of thumb that I have is don't, don't mess with, with guys. Don't fuck with wrestlers. Don't mess with guys that have cauliflower ear. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's pretty universally good idea. Yeah. I don't like fighting at yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, unless it's... I like watching it. I do like <laughs> fighting when... For fun. <laughs> Which right. me and you have done that a few times. Sure. <laughs> Who hasn't? That's when it's fun. It's fun. I, I don't like fighting at a bar or right. when 
when people are mad and there's when you emotion, know when when emotions are involved, it's not it's when not you know fun. if you're like losing means you're literally your freaking skull gets <laughs> caved into you might die. Yeah, like, that's not, not fun. fun. That's not fun for either person. That's no. a crime. Yeah. But like <laughs> right, you know, wrestling, jujitsu, boxing, all right. Yeah. Like we've done for, all when, it, when it's for sport, when it's for play, it's fun. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, and then when you know when you actually lose, the guy will not kill you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like tap yes. out. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Next topic, Foster Moreau. He is a tight end, played last year for the Las Vegas Raiders. Heck of a name. Heck of a name. Foster Moreau. He's from Louisiana. He played at LSU. So, so sorry, he's for the Raiders? He was for the Raiders. He's a free agent now. Mm-hmm. Um, so free agency's going on. He's going around looking for a new team. He goes to visit the hometown Saints. And, of course, the Saints put him through a physical like they do for – like every team does for every player. Can this – is there any medical issues? Can this guy physically play for us? The doctors look him over, find out that he has Hodgkin's lymphoma. He's got ah, cancer. Jeez. That's rough. Yeah, they caught it. 25 Hopefully. years old. Well, maybe that helped him catch it early. So the – Isn't that what um, the James Conner had? I think so. <laughs> So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, it sounds like they caught it early. Yeah, uh, he's he put out a statement, you know, saying he's going to step away from football for a minute. Uh, he's got a new opponent. He's going to fight cancer. Um, hopefully, he's back. That's soon. crazy. That is insane. It sounds like they caught it early because I mean, That's he's really important. He's looking for an NFL team. His his health must be good, right? He must be feeling I'm good. I'm guessing they ran his blood work and noticed his white blood cell counts high. I'm I don't, yeah I don't yeah. I don't know enough about medicine to to really know how they caught it, but yeah, uh, it's probably how. Kudos to the Saints training staff and their doctors, man. That's awesome that they yeah. that they were able to hopefully, help this guy out like that. Hopefully, you know, like we were talking earlier, you know. Hopefully this is uh, something he can overcome, mm-hmm. continue playing football, or maybe it's just something that leads him to another path. And yeah. all we can say is hopefully he beats us. Yes, absolutely. Um, this last story I think you're going to enjoy. <laughs> I've been enjoying all this show. <laughs> um, the, of course, NFL free agency still going on. Yep. And we know that Lamar Jackson got the franchise tag put on him, right? So that means that other teams can negotiate a deal with them, but they have to give up two first-round draft picks to the Ravens. The Ravens own his rights. Well, Lamar is his own agent. He did not hire an agent. He negotiates his own contracts. Okay. So there's a bull, man. Bull move. Yes. There's a man from Florida. His name is Ken Francis. Florida man. Florida man. Is his name. He invented, um, he, until recently, has been trying to peddle his... Uh, home fitness invention out of his house in Florida. Well, now he's stepped it up. He is negotiating contracts with NFL teams on behalf of Lamar Jackson. Does Lamar Jackson know this? Nope. (laughs) It appears that he does not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The NFL sent out a memo to all the teams and said, hey, this guy... Uh, is not a certified agent. He is uh, he's just a negotiator. He is not. He's not. Don't like. Don't do any deals with this guy. He's probably got. His, <laughs> don't listen to this guy. He's probably let, got him a couple good deals. 
Apparently, because the NFL felt the need to send out a memo to all the teams that this was going on. So because he is not a licensed agent with the NFL and the uh, NFLPA. You need a license to do that. You do need a license. <clears throat> yep. Interesting. So, Sorry. So, I'm still fighting off some pneumonia. <laughs> so, yeah, this guy, uh, he's a hustler. You got to respect the hustle. He just one day woke up and decided I'm – Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. He needs an agent. I'll be his agent. Well, maybe what he was doing <laughs> and he didn't know is he was trying to find a good deal for Lamar and then going to present him with a contract <laughs> to sign and get a cut. Maybe. What's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with that is that there are established rules and he apparently he done broke them. Yeah. <laughs> he might be a good agent one day. You never know. You never know. Prayers for that man. Yeah. So he's a hustler, that's for sure. Is that it? That's all I got for sports. Is it time? I think it is time. So long as he lets you. Well, he's... it. It's just not going to end. Here it is. was next to my mom and dad, my, me and my three brothers. We had two sets of bunks. And you could tell when dad was, was, was restless. I remember one night, true story, one night my dad, I could feel like... He was rolling a bit because the headboard but it's hit the side of the the wall. The wall. And, my, and I next morning I asked my I said, "God, it's true." That's my mom. I said, "I was in I think a junior in high school." So what's the matter with, with Dad? He said, "He just we just lost our insurance. His business is no longer going to cover insurance for the employees." And my yeah, yep, that's what that sound was. He's just mad. So little Joe was 16 and he heard the headboard banging off the wall and he asked, what's wrong with dad? Dad lost his insurance. He's mad. <laughs> what was he doing? Taking it out on Jill or? Well, Jill's Joe's wife. This would be Joe's mom. Oh. oh this she, is Joe's dad oh. taking it out on Joe's mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think he was just taking it out on the headboard. That's it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what Joe thinks. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. That's the what. The, that's the button guy for the week. Yeah, I was really off there saying, yeah, what the heck do I say Jill for? <laughs> well. Yeah. I mean, I'm full of gas myself, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. All right. Let's put it back on the rails. Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit him and he will make your paths straight. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. What does that mean? It means that if you don't know what what the right thing to do is or what how to do the right thing then the lord will always tell you if you ask him he'll show you the way right mm-hmm. you can't argue with that can't argue with that it's the same man i think we need to get better about cursing yeah i think it's in the bible we're not supposed to do that i'm sure it's in there yeah you want to be closer to god we might have to step it up. We all have improvements we can make. We just the, follow just, his lead, man. Is there like a list of words I can't say? 
somewhere. It, it would be easier to not say them if I could see a list. <laughs> I know there. I mean, I know the few, right? You know, there's probably not. No, there's definitely not. Because a lot it's of probably those, a definition. A lot of those words, a lot a of, different language. Well, a lot of those words uh, are newer, even. We might have to dive into this later. This sounds like a real don't talk. don't worry about this too much TPP people. We're we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. What is this is how we learn? What is a curse word? Tell find out. Find out next week <laughs> on True Patriot Podcast. Anyways, hope you guys have a good week. Yep. Freedom on.